welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Marshall Total Auto Solutions. Thank you guys so much for all the feedback you continue to give. Shooting us DMs, telling us you know what you've enjoyed about the different episodes we have been doing as we enter into one of the greatest recession periods. Well, I hope we don't ever know, but probably also one of the greatest we'll ever know. So as we all move into this <laughs> time period out of uh, people starting to come out of the corona, but realizing, oh shit, the auto industry is now down 20%. Unemployment's going to hit 30. Uh, These are some big numbers that we should all pay attention to. One of the things that we want to look at over the next couple episodes is you're going to hear this one right now, we're diving into what do you do with this PPP, right? Is it even good for you as a detailer to take the PPP money, right? Some of us, it is saving our business. And then some of us, it might be a trap that we fall into. And it's going to be super hard over the next couple of years to climb out of massive debt if we don't handle PPP correctly. Or even the alternative of saying, no, government, we don't want your money. We are self-employed business owners and we make do on our own. Wow. Some of us might choose that route. Some of us might take the money. Whichever you choose, guess what? It's your decision. You're the business owner. You make the call. So dive in with us today. Look forward to this great discussion. We are talking with Nick from Vegas Rides on whether or not you should take your PPP money. Is it good? Is it bad? What should you do with it? Hey, thank you guys as always for listening. And if you get value, out of this episode, please leave a review, please leave a comment, do whatever you can to show support. If you have somebody that you think might listen to this and enjoy the content, please share it. They would be grateful. And you know what? We would too. Hey, what we always say, make it a great day. Uh. Mm. Welcome to Helping Young Detailer. I'm made a fool to be with you. Mm. Gosh. <laughs> What's going oh, on, man? Is a fool strong with you today? Huh? Look, we we just talked before. I've never actually seen a Star Wars movie. What the hell? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I know. What? I, I, I just, I must have just missed it, man. I don't know. Must have just missed it, huh? <laughs> the best movie I, I of all look, time, and you just missed it. I, I know. So, yeah, I know it's a bit, it's a big deal. That's horrible. That's horrible. I know. What was your favorite movie growing up then? Did you have a series of movies that was your favorite? No, man. Look, I was never like a big movie guy. Uh, I don't know. I just grew up watching a ton of sports and that's what I did. Like I, you know, I, I people would think it's ridiculous, but I, I literally am just not that much of a movie guy. Like we literally watched a couple movies over the weekend and my girlfriend was like, I can't believe we just watched two movies in one week. 
It's never been a thing, huh? It's never. Never. Well, I've always been a huge fan of Star Wars. Star Wars for me, uh, well, I mean, I started as a kid. I just love being enthralled into the idea of there being this big force that's outside of you that calls you, and you know, and I think some of that yeah. comes from growing up religious, you know, we definitely yeah. fed into that idea. And uh, but I don't know, I like the idea, especially the way they, they did at the end where Luke dissipates and goes off into the, you know, and, I don't, you don't know what that is, but there's a part where he uses the force. No. He fades okay. away and becomes one with the force because he just is basically inside of uh, our creation. I, I, always, I always say the same thing, man. Everybody's into their own thing. So I, I'm cool I with just that. happen to have mask. That's too funny. All right, so we're talking how to help young detailers and uh, I want to know, we're going to get straight to it, right out of the question. If detailers use the force, how does it help? Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> sorry, too much. May the force be with you. Uh, no, we want to talk about, though, what they could be using that suddenly they might be seen in their bank accounts. Suddenly, some people are getting emails that they were accepted into a SBA loan, and they got dumped sometimes 10, 15 $30,000 dumped straight into their accounts. I know Rob uh, from OnSpot, he was well, he was looking at somewhere close to half a million dollars being dumped into his account. Wow, like, uh, yep. I know we've, we've chatted in different times and there's plenty of information out there about what is the loan and you know how do you go do it, but man, Nick, from a detailer that might have a couple of people that are working with them, who I think we got to ask the question is PPP bad for your business instead of good? Well, I, I think that's, you know, like so many things we talk about, it's individual, right? So let's take Rob, who you said is looking at a half a million. We were looking at a significant PPP loan ourselves. Uh, I denied it. Once I spoke with my attorney, had a conversation about it, saw the strings attached to it. I wasn't really sure how we were gonna maneuver it to a favorable spot for us. The reality of the PPP loan is there's a ton, a ton, a ton of red tape that you better check off and you better follow the rules to the T or guess what magically happens for a organization that's giving you loans? They're going to want their money back. Yeah. So. I am completely okay with everybody doing what they want, but there is a ton of red tape and you better have an attorney next to you. You better have an accountant you trust. You better follow everything to the letter of the law. And as we know, the government, which the SBA is the government, has a weird way of always changing the rules and moving the goalposts. So you better hope all of this stuff stays out as now and that you follow it to a T perfectly or this could become a big nightmare as well. Nick, um, I got a hint in there of anti-government sentimentism. Is that, is that something? No, here, here's where I'm at. This is a weird time for our business because I see a lot of detailers that tell you about their independence and tell you how you know the, they love to be a business owner and they're just willy-nilly taking loans from the government. It's, it's, it's something weird that's happening where everybody thinks this is gonna work to their benefit. 
what I find when most people think something is great and you start to do the research, you find out everybody's just following the next guy and nobody's actually paid an attorney and an accountant to look into this and what it means for their business because they don't want to spend the, you know, uh, five hours of attorney fees to actually have somebody read into things, what it means for your business. And look, if you find a way to make this work for you, that's terrific. The way it's written now, I'm not sure I see what everybody else sees. Well, I mean, I think what they see is, you know, I, I think the easy things that would definitely people would go over is you're going to get money for your team members and you've got to use, you know, we want to kind of go over some of the, the main highlights, right? Let's just say you got dumped 10 grand into your account. PPP, right? 7,500. 7, what? 7,500 yeah, has 7, to go to your payroll. Yeah. Set of, has to go towards a W-2 payroll, right? Yeah, but here's the, here's the kicker on that. That is only after your disbursement date. So you don't get to, you don't really get to spend that much money on back pay. Okay? No. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to do it on back pay. Correct. So the, the issue becomes you get you have to take seventy five hundred dollars and you of the ten thousand that we're using as our example, and you got to use it for payroll. But guess what? You can't give raises. You can't you can't pay hardly anything other than normal exact business that you have to prove from your two thousand nineteen tax return. So if that person got hired, like let's call it March one. You can't use any of the PPP money for that. None. Because my understanding is everything cuts off February 15th of 2020 of when somebody needed or your rent needed to be, you know, uh, lease agreements had to be signed. If you're going to use it for utilities, you had to be on utilities before that. There's a ton of red tape here. So a new hire, you can't hire somebody new. My understanding is new hires are not, available the ppp is to keep your team members that were with you prior to the coronavirus outbreak with you now there is some speculation that they're going to cover new hires or there's ways to get around it but once again when you start to have attorneys and people that read this stuff for a living look into this it's it's pretty cut and dry that you better use it to the letter of the law or there is no writing this off yeah, misuse one. By the way, misuse one dollar, the whole loan is re, re, repaid. One dollar. It's it's that's the rules. You cannot misuse any of this money. Okay. Uh, so I mean, there's definitely some fine print, some uh, pitfalls. Uh, I'd say a definite one, like you talked about, like well, it's not going to be forgiven. Well, so people go, yeah, but it's a point. 5%, 0.05% interest rate. I think you've even, we've talked about like, it's almost virtually free money though, then. Like, sure. Why would sure. you take it and well, just spend it on something yeah. else? Yeah, but he, here's the thing. So if you're going to take it that I'm going to get a half a million dollars or I'm going to get $10,000 or I'm going to get $30,000 and you're walking into this saying, I'm not using it for anything that they say. I'm going to take this as a loan and you go put your money to work, not blow it on a car or blow it on, you know, whatever. I have no issue with that. That isn't what we're hearing from people. What we're hearing from people mostly is what? I'll pay my team. I'll, you know, keep my business afloat. 
if you're taking a loan to keep your business afloat in the detailing world, horrible idea, horrible idea. If you're taking a loan to move your business forward and go get aggressive in the marketplace and expand your business with the loan, it's a terrific use of funds at a 0.5% interest rate. I got no issue with that, but if we're talking about the PPP to save your business and your payroll, I, I think it's something you really have to look into. So it's, it's really a couple sets of questions here that, that you can get into. If you're gonna take the loan at a 0.5% interest rate, I don't have, you're not gonna hear me argue about it. That's, that's perfectly a, a smart business move for some people if you're gonna to look to expand your business, 100%. Uh, but not maintain. No, because here's the deal. I'm not gonna take a loan to do what I was doing pre-virus. I'm not even looking to do what we did pre-virus. I'm looking to expand. If you're taking this time and you're just trying to stay afloat, what have you and I always said? You try to stay afloat, you drown. That's exactly what happens. If you're going out into the marketplace and saying, hey, uh, you know, Joe is selling his company. You know, he wants 40 grand for it and he's got 10 clients that would, that would net me that over the next four months. You know, if I just give him this 40 grand, hey, that... Now we're talking about something. You're expanding your business. If you're just taking this to kind of have it in your account and make you feel better and you have no idea what you should do with the money, look, we've all had some money in our account that we've blown and we've screwed up. That's kind of the writing on the wall that you probably shouldn't have the money. But if you know specifically, I can spend this money and I'm, I can expand my business over the next year by, by strategically using this money and I'm going to pay it back because... I don't want to adhere to all the rules. I got no problem with that. So it, did you look into, because I mentioned a second ago and you said that, you know, there's some rumor that maybe later it could uh, be eligible for new hires, but it right now, as it stands, you hire somebody next week when you got your PPP money, you can't use that person no, my understanding is, and again, this was an attorney looking over the documents I was sent to sign for my PPP money. And it's specifically to keep your team intact that was prior to the, the outbreak. That's the whole funding is around, we don't want anybody previously to lose their job. Do I think that you could probably squeeze it through and they're not gonna you know, check exact hire dates? That's your, that's your you know. Yeah do it don't do it whatever i'm just saying what i see happening and people talking about is i'm going to pay my team i'm going to do this i'm going to do that all this stuff doesn't add up to much uh except extending out some business decisions you would have made eight weeks earlier right that's what it seems like people are trying to do is they're trying to buy themselves eight weeks with a ton of liability that if you screw this money up you're on the hook for 30 grand or 10 grand or 50 grand or 100 grand. It seems like a really expensive thing that people are talking about here. And yet people are talking about it like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. It's so like, ah, I, I think know. here's the kicker that, uh, well, it was definitely, I kind of knew that there was a timetable that you had to spend it by. But, you know, that's a bit of a pitfall, too. Let's say you don't spend all your money and you're doing it all the right way. You just don't spend it in time. Yeah, eight What's weeks. What's that time frame look like? Is it eight weeks? Is that what we said, or what? You know. Yeah, what, I think if you if you date? if if you get it, like let's say you get your uh, PPP money disbursement date is what matters. Okay. So once they the clock starts once the money's in your account. 
that day. So let's say that happened May 1st. You got May to June as a month, okay? And then you have June to July as a month. That's your eight weeks. They are wanting you to spend that money in that eight weeks. Because this is sort of like, we want you to get it in everybody's hand now. Don't yeah. hold on to it. This is a stimulus package. That's exactly what it is. They're, they don't want you to have the money for the next 12 months. They want you to spend it now. And so this is what I mean. There's all of these little catches. And I'm not telling people, yay or nay, what you should do. But if you're just thinking that this is free money and there's going to be no strings attached, and the next, by the way, I can guarantee your accountant's going to charge you a lot of money next year to file the paperwork that's going to have to be filed. And by the way, it's going to have to be filed through Wells Fargo or Chase. Those are the people your loans are through. It's not actually the SBA you're dealing with. It's the actual institution that the SBA said you can act on our behalf. There's all kinds of things here that if you've never dealt with a loan from a bank, get buckle up because it's going to cost you a lot of money to have somebody file all this paperwork. You can, you can mark my words on that for sure. Uh, so I think that might be something that people don't think about. Um, and so I'm glad you brought it up. I, I want to, I want to really think, okay, let's say we're not sure if this is exactly so great to have, but we want to just go ahead. We don't know. Um, but it's only 0.05% interest rate. Okay. Do you have to, do you know, do you have to use all of it in that eight week or if you want to do the interest rate you can kind of carry that look is there a is there a 0.5 that then goes to three in a year like are they going to let well, you keep my, extending it out for 10 years my, my understanding what my understanding is this is going to be about a 3.75 percent loan okay. when you really break it down the half a percent thing i think was floated and and you know obviously there's no way to even do the paperwork for half of a percent because remember, your bank has to get paid. Right. Let's be very frank about something. Uh, banks are, are in business because they make money. Okay, They're not just there to help you or help me. It doesn't work that way. And so when they got the banks involved, my understanding is most of these loans are going to be at 3.75%, which is incredibly low. Anything for a business that's under 7% money is a pretty good deal. I mean, commercial money at 6.5% is unheard of. You know, most of the time, that's 9 10 11%. I'm not telling people not to do this. What I would say is, if you're going in with this idea that I don't know if I can use all this money in eight weeks, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this money, then use it as a loan. Go in with your eyes wide open that none of the money's gonna be forgiven, okay? Just go in that way. And if you get some money forgiven or whatever, then that's fine. Just don't get stuck in between, thinking I can screw with this money and I'm gonna have it forgiven and blow the money, look, we all have family and friends that you know if they get $30,000 that that is not, even if they own a business, I know some really, really successful business people that'll blow this 30 grand. I'm telling you, there's people that are just bad with money. Okay. And what we're trying to tell people is, Hey, look, if you take the money, understand what you're getting into and understand that it's going to have to be paid back in a lot of instances. A lot of people are not going to be able to spend the money in eight weeks. A lot of people are not going to, so take it as a loan and operate as it's a loan. It's a loan to your business. It's not a loan to your personal life. It's not a loan to your personal household. It's a loan to your business. And how are you going to take this money and go make your business more successful? I think if you do that, it is a win. 
All right, so let's let's talk about that then. What are some ways that detailers can use this money to actually then further their business, right? So let's go over, uh, I think for me, when I look at it, DJ, who we've talked and he was uh, uh, did an episode recently where he talked about using it to go get uh, somebody to help uh, build their site or do their social or like bring somebody in uh, and so we'll definitely need to talk to him and make sure he reads that fine print about if they can be hired in later or not. Uh, so let's say that that team member can't come in, right? We can't use that money. So let's say we have to use the money with current team members. What are some ways that we could use current team members? Because I don't know about you, but I know some other business owners that you know, let's for instance, I got some car wash owners that have to put people up at the car wash, have to pay them money, and those guys aren't doing a thing. They're literally yeah. just standing around. They're trying to get them to do stuff, but you know, it's there's what all can you? There's only so much you can do. Yeah. What What if you turn them into your guerrilla marketing team? There you go. You know, you just said, "Hey, look, I'm gonna do whatever I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have them printed up, and I, I got ten people on my payroll." And so 10 people are going to walk into every business in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area, and you're going to do it all day, every day. And we're going to go uh, neighborhood to neighborhood, whatever it is. Um, you can always find something. You know, if I owned a car wash, is my car wash spotless, right? Yeah, I mean, they pretty yeah. much cleaned it. On and out. Okay, but I, mean, but I mean, here's the thing. Uh, you know, if you have work trucks, you know, are your work trucks all dialed in? Uh, all those types of things are things that you should be doing. But I'll tell you what I would do. It would be a guerrilla marketing campaign unlike anything anybody's ever seen. Because again, I'm not saying it's the most efficient. We know that, that we can leverage the internet to market in ways that you and I leverage. But have I, money to waste. Yep. I would have team members out on the ground with really nice brochures just telling everybody they could about our business and say, hey, you know, if you don't want to do that, I understand, but you can't, you know, there, there is nothing else for you to do. Yeah. So we got to find a way for you to do some work to benefit the business. And again, um, I'm not against this loan. I'm against the way people are thinking about it. So if you're thinking about it, like, Hey, I'm going to take this loan and my marketing is going to go up a thousand percent because I'm going to take 10 guys from my car wash and we're going to blanket my city from top to bottom with my material. I have no issue with that. Um, you know, but I just don't want people to, to think that there's no catch here. There's always a catch when somebody's giving you money. I don't care who it is. You know, family member, a government official, doesn't matter. They get, there's a catch. So let's go in with our eyes wide open. Hmm. So if there is a catch, what happens? What happens is you misspend the money or you think you spent it right and you didn't. And let's say you blow through 30 grand. The loan comes due. Your business hasn't expanded. It's retracted. Uh, you can't pay the note. What's that payment a month look like? 400, 300? Um, it, I, think, I think you can spread it 30 years. You, there's, oh, wow. there's, di there's different sizes of notes and you'll have to look into this fine print. I, I just denied our PPP loan and said, just too much red tape for us. We're just gonna go at it alone here. But um, there, you can, if your note is big enough, I think they'll give you 30 years. So I think most detailers would qualify for the 30 year. I don't, I don't think every note is 30 years. I think you can get, you know, five years, 15 years. There's just a different level of notes, but here's the problem. 
who cares if you get 15 years to pay a $30,000 note? What if your business went under and you're still paying on that note? Yeah. I mean, it's still irrelevant. You know, you don't want to get into something where you're having to, to mortgage your future because you had a bad eight weeks of business. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a really dangerous, I see a lot of people making a lot of comments about the last eight weeks. Let's just say you had a really rough eight weeks of business, Marshall. Would you be walking to the bank asking for 50 grand? No, you'd be like, hey, I had a tough eight weeks of business. We need to grind it out. I, you know, I need to rethink some things. I need to re, we've had a tough eight weeks of business. We haven't had a tough eight years of business. We've had a tough eight weeks of business. And if you did business properly and your business was set up properly, I'm sure you didn't just sit at home the whole time. Now, if you made that decision to sit at home the whole time, you went eight weeks with no revenue in your business. Okay, but it's still just an eight-week problem. Don't turn it into a 15-year or 30-year note problem just because it sounds like people hear the word cheap money and they're like, oh, well, you know, it's cheap. It's like, well, why don't you explain to me what cheap money is? You know, it's like when people tell you it's a write-off. Oh, it's a write-off. I still spent the money. I still don't have the money. I mean, people just say write-off, but don't understand it, right? As you become a business owner, you realize all these people in your life tell you all these words that don't make any sense, but they think they do. And so don't mortgage 30 years because you had eight weeks of a rough patch. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's something people should think about. Yeah, I mean, so for me, uh, when I think of decisions and rough times and coming out of, the 2010 issue and you know we had just started previously before i'd taken a pretty big uh, loan and started a company that we were trying to get off the ground which is called auto spire at the mall and it failed within well about three to four months and as an llc we owed almost fifty thousand dollars and that's at the same time trying to start this business and having a three or four hundred dollar a month that you can't fucking miss that payment. Uh, and you, you're trying to regrow something that already is your, you start that month, you're already $400 down, you know, yep. plus all your other expenses. Uh, guys, it, it took me years and years. And I've paid, you know, when I did not need to be spending 300 bucks a month to pay back something that like that didn't work. So, and by the way, it wasn't helping you now. Now you're paying for a past mistake and it's, it's dragging you. Mm -hmm. It's dragging you down on this new venture, on this new part of your life. Don't, don't mortgage today because we had eight weeks of, of bad business for the next 30 years of your life or 15 years or 10 years because some of these loans are significant. You screw them up. They don't go anywhere. It's bankruptcy or pay them back. That's, that's where this ends. So I'm glad you shared that story. So enlighten me on this story, okay? Because I think this is important. You took a loan. It's no different than what people are doing now. It's just being deposited directly in their account. Right. If you had to say, looking back, should you have done it? Well, yeah, it was a business risk, right? I mean, I was starting a business. So yeah, I, had, I mean, there's no way I could have started that business. We were going into to malls with, you know, I didn't have the workman's comp cash up front. I didn't have the, the money to pay all the employees. I didn't, you know, I didn't have the 10 grand it was going to take for, you know, structures at the mall to get put into the ground. So I had to, if I was going to run open that business, I had to take that loan. 
Well, so yeah, looking back now, no, it was a bad mistake because the business failed, but you know, and then I, I, you know, so to me, I'd go be careful with how you know that you got 30 grand and from your wisdom of let's say in six weeks or eight weeks when it's time to, and you didn't do it right. You didn't do it. Like I thought I did everything right on that business and it fails. So you could think you're doing everything right, but it fails. Are you willing to risk that 30 years of owing all this amount of money that you pay back every month? Or can you just, like you said, I can grind it, climb it out, push back, redo, restructure, and run it uh, more lean. I don't know. It's a, t it's a tough decision, right? We've said all yep. along, each of us have our own decisions to make. So we wanted to come in and let you provide what you see and what you did for your company. Uh, ours is just set up different. So we don't, you know, I don't even know if we'll get any uh, for ourselves either. If so, it's only me because everything we do, we sub out to like, you know, staffing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I want people to realize I, I walked away from a big, big, big check. I mean, I have a fairly large company. You, you know that. Um, I walked away from a big number. I mean, a really big number. And it's hard to do that because, again, you see it at 3%. You're going, ah, if I use it this way, if I do, you can talk yourself into some silliness. I'm as guilty as anybody. I mean, this has to be so disciplined. And I guess this, the word I'm looking for is discipline. If you're going to be disciplined about this money and you got legal help and you got account uh, CPA help, not your friend that you know that does books, true CPAs that deal with the federal government, um, you got there, you know, people you trust that can walk you through this and you're super going to be super disciplined with it. I, I think it's awesome. But you got any inkling you won't be as disciplined as you need to be. This could turn into, again, mortgaging your future because you had eight weeks of really rough business. And let me tell you, when I started thinking that way, and I'm not going to take credit for it, the attorney that I, I work with on my business gave me the greatest piece of advice. He goes, dude, you just didn't have that bad of an eight weeks. Like, do you really need to do this? I mean, he started reading the fine print, man, and it got him worried. And that's what he does for a living. So he really kind of walked me through his thought process. And again, you don't have to listen to me or to, to, to Marty. Go hire an attorney. Get the paperwork. Go to the attorney and say, I need you to explain this to me in terms I'll understand. Go spend the money. Okay? Because if you're going to take 40 grand or you're going to take 10 grand, what's 500 bucks for an attorney to give you an opinion on what you're getting into? It's nothing. You can always pay that back with the loan if you accept it. 100%. So I, I just, again, what's right for me and you is not always right for someone else, but the word discipline comes to mind. You screw this money off and you could be really, really, really putting yourself behind the eight ball. Well, so definitely be careful guys, gals. Thank you so much. Uh, hold on. Mm. <laughs> May the force be with you. You and too, yeah. my brother. Where do people find you on social? Okay. It's uh Vegas.rides on Instagram, Facebook, and everything. It's uh, nick at vegasrides.com uh, for an email. We get a ton of email and feedback. Can't thank everybody enough. You have a good fourth, my man. Looks like you're already enjoying it. Mm, I'm trying. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right, man. Have a good day. Thank you. You, you too, bro. See ya. <laughs>